You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Rangers by WFAA. Joined as always by the lovely Morgan Price of Lone Star Ball. Today we're going to talk about a Rangers winning effort, a win over the Astros to win the first two out of three games in the Silver Boot Series. Rangers won 4-0 against the Astros. Mike Miner was a winning pitcher, went in seven shutout innings. This is a pretty good game, Morgan. What do you think about it? Um, I thought it was very good, and I was very happy to see Mike Miner go seven innings, not give up any runs, especially since he's the guy I'm most depending on for the rotation because I still don't trust the other guys just yet. Totally fair. Totally fair. <laughs> honestly not trust anybody. Don't trust anybody <laughs> in anything, baseball, rotation, or otherwise. You only look out for yourself. But Mike Miner proved today that you know, we can trust a little bit, and I appreciate him for that. Same. Yeah. You know who else you can trust? Old Mr. Kelly and Mr. LeClerc both keep their perfect ERA intact in one inning of work each. Each compile the strikeout. You know, really nice, clean cut. You don't shut out the Houston Astros very often with the kind of lineup power that they have, but the Rangers did it by gum. They did it good. They did it, and they have definitely not a 500 record. They have a better than 500 record. Exactly. They have a 5,000 record. Nope, that's not how math works, but, you know, no. it's fine. It's but we fine. can say that because we can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because we can. The coal miner matchup went in favor of the miners, not the 49ers, but we had to get, I had to get a joke it's in there somewhere. Late. It was it was bad, but it was never going to be good in the first place. So <laughs> You tried. A for I, effort. I tried my best, and that's all anyone could really ask for. This was kind of an entertaining game, even though um, the Astros didn't have their offense going. It was entertaining in the fact that the strike zone was, you know, it was kind of a choose-your-own-adventure story today. <laughs> I think that's the best way of describing it, for sure. Yeah, uh, homemade... Uh, homemade good lord <laughs> home plate umpire ron culpa had a few mea culpas in there um actually more than a few Ooh, just good joke good joke just a whole bunch i've definitely made it on twitter before but you know people who haven't been following me on twitter very long don't know that so it's definitely the first time i've used this joke i'm just very sure. very clever yes yeah so in the second inning um Astros hitting coach Alex Sintron uh, gets ejected first. Um, and then AJ Hint, bless his heart, the, the call was very bad. It was a pitch at the, at the bottom of the strike zone. Maybe it just barely clipped it, but the ball, it was, it was I believe, a breaking ball by Mike Miner, and it just like dropped. So by the time it got to the actual catcher's mitt, it was basically on the ground, though it might might have breathed on the bottom of the zone <laughs> when it crossed the plate. Um, but it really, Copa did not earn the benefit of the doubt with some of the other calls that he made tonight. 
So, uh, bless his heart. AJ Hinch, after his hitting coach gets ejected, goes and yells out on the field. Culpa just kind of sits there and takes it. And then Hinch goes back into the dugout, yells a little bit more for the dugout, comes back onto the field, yells some more, and then gets tossed. You know, AJ Hinch really got his money's worth on that ejection tonight. Oh, for sure. I was just, I thought he'd get ejected the first time he went out on the field because. He was arguing, and it wasn't, like, calm by any means. So I was like, oh, he's going to be gone. So the fact that he lasted as long as he did, like, props to him. Yeah, I mean, he must have been choosing his words super carefully. Yeah. Uh, and I kept on seeing um, tweets being sent to me in, in some group message or other. I can't, I cannot keep the thousands that I'm in straight. <laughs> but someone kept on sending this uh, very mad online Astros fans tweets in there. I'm tweeting at the MLB how this was definitely that the home plate umpire Ron Copa had placed a bet on the Rangers and oh, he, my God. he was very corrupt and needs to be suspended without pay until they can get to the bottom of this investigation. There was like four or five tweets by this guy just like losing his mind. So whoever you are, very angry Astros fan, good Lord. I don't know how you <laughs> made it through those like 50 50- 100 lost seasons um but i'm not thinking you did because you probably would not be here because you would have like died from the agony of dealing with with the injustice that's been dealt to your team they're most definitely a recent fan yeah um to be fair to said astros fan and all said astros fans who were honestly righteously mad online that it was a very bad strike zone, and it was not particularly close to where the good calls were coming from. It was almost all beneficial calls to the Rangers, but, you know, sometimes that happens. And I remember a particular pitch to Joey Gallo on a 2-2 count that was pretty much right down the middle. And Joey took it, and they called it a ball, and then the very next pitch, Joey got a walk. And then a different at-bat for Jose Altuve. It was a 3-1 pitch that looked pretty clearly about three inches inside off the plate that was called strike and then mike minor threw something i think a change up away that uh altuve kind of had to chase because he didn't know what was going to be called a strike <laughs> and he did not get it and he struck out and he looked pissed afterwards <laughs> rightfully so and not to take away anything that mike minor did or the rangers did but i no think that you know, the Astros let Culpa get to them, and that definitely benefited the Rangers because it started with the coaches, and it seemed to progress and get to the players and the hitters, and at the end of Garrett Cole's uh, six innings, it definitely got to him, too. Yeah, yeah, he was having some words um, with the glove in front of his face so no one could read the the probably bad words that he was saying. Um I, I was at the Mavs game tonight, and so I had a TV on, like, right in front of me while I was, was there. And so I could kind of half see uh, the Rangers game that was going on, and I watched a little bit when I got home. But it, it looked like there was kind of an incident with um, with Garrett Cole when he was throwing some warm-up pitches that Culpa kind of, like, walked in the middle of him throwing to his catcher with the warm-up pitches. And then he looked like he got personally offended that <laughs> Cole was, like, throwing at him. I'm not exactly sure that that's what happened. But that was my understanding of it and and somebody else that was right there watching with me. That was our understanding of it. So maybe Copa was just, I don't know, 
looking to go out and get somebody. But enough about umpiring. Um, I want to give a sincere. I know we are a Rangers podcast, but I want to give a sincere congratulations to Carlos Correa on his 500th MLB hit. Um, I know he is an Astro, but he's honestly one of the best humans in baseball. And I want to give him a shout out. Um, he's a really great kid and honestly the best player I've ever seen in double A. Incredibly talented kid and a very good human being, even if he is an Astro. So props to you, buddy. And I'm allowing it so I can talk about Granky next week. So Yeah, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Gallo has more walks than strikeouts on the season. Um, shouts to all the Facebook commenters that are big Joey Gallo haters. Um, I hope you're enjoying eating a big old pile of suck it right now. Yeah, take that, haters. Exactly. I don't I don't understand why people hate players on their own team that are good at mashing baseballs into the sun like Mr. Joseph Gallo. Um also because Norma's... the batting average, Bryce. Oh gosh, I'm don't <laughs> don't make me vomit. I don't I don't want to do that right now. I'd say we're we're going to cause me enough anguish when we get to to part 2 of, of this <laughs> podcast. Um y'all will see it in a little bit, but shout to Ms. You can't shout... see podcast. You can see it in your minds. When I listen to a podcast, I picture it in my mind. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, Mazzara crushed the crap out of his second home run of the season. Also, another crushing went to Mr. Ronald Guzman, who just roped a double into center field for an RBI. Um, Also hope that Nomar Mazzara is okay. In in the first inning, he was legging out an infield single um, that gave the Rangers the Actually, only run they would need to win the game yeah. tonight. Um, but um, he it looked like he stepped on first base from Yuli Gurriel's um, foot that was on the bag um, as he was trying to get there. And he kind of turned his ankle a little bit and stayed in the game um, <clears throat> for a while. And then he ended up getting pulled later on for Delano Shields to move over to center field and Joey to move to left and Hunter Pence to right. Also, another shout-out to... Joey Gallo center fielder. I have been the number one stand of Joey Gallo center fielder since 2015 when he made his center field debut in <laughs> Toronto for seven innings. I was definitely 100% serious then, and I'm absolutely 100% serious now, and that he could be a more than passable defensive center fielder, for which sure. is amazing for a human as large as him. And so props to you, Joey Gallo, for being able to play center field. I wish you still played third, but it it, it it's fine. If you play center field, all is forgiven. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. I mean, it's fine. I'm sure he's listening. Hey, guys, it's time to talk about sex. Good sex. You know, remember the days when you were always ready to go, when you were a young stud and, you know, it wasn't any... Any trouble getting it ready for for your partner? Now you can increase your performance and get a little bit extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's like the color blue and chew, like what you do. So they're here to help you out with your sex life, make things spicier, make sure you last all the way until the ninth inning, you know? Don't want to get pulled out of there with a reliever, you know? You really got to be... Make sure you're ready to go and just like you were back in the young days. This isn't for guys who can't perform. Any guy who wants a little bit of extra help in the bedroom, you know, this is here for you. It's a, perfor- it's a legal performance-enhancing drug. So, 
Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships straight to your door, very discreet package. No in-person doctor visits. I know that's really uncomfortable. No waiting at the pharmacy. Also super awkward. You don't want any of that. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So if this sounds like something you want, Morgan, where can the fine fellows get this stuff? You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code MLB. All you pay is $5 shipping. And that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com with promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And segment two, we're going to talk about something that, that before the show, it, Morgan wished she would record. <laughs> um, a lot of blackmail on me, just losing my mind. Just... <laughs> The, the simple fact of trying to go through the pitching matchups in this next series against LA, it like it set me over the edge. So we're gonna we're just gonna go through and and I'm gonna read these and react accordingly. So Thursday's game, Edison Volquez versus Matt Harvey, and I I swear I about lost my mind. I don't remember oh, you when, did. when you, Matt you lost it. It, it was lost. I had to bring it back, um, and it is about to get lost again because I have absolutely zero recollection of when Matt Harvey went from Cincinnati that he was there for a split second to oh, I forgot the Angels. all uh-huh. about that. Yep, yep. That was a super weird trade. Um, oh, I was thinking straight from Mets to Angels. Nope, Ooh. nope. He had a short stint there. That's why That's why it threw me, because I was like, I was paying attention when you moved, Matt Harvey. You thought you were going to sneak it away from me. <laughs> and then, ba-boom, pops up Anaheim. Um, what? What? Basketball season ruined me. I, I did all these people making moves that didn't make sense, and then I went on a tangent to try and figure out who who is a person that's on the Angels rotation. So... That sent me further. For I thought what that would stabilize me. It did not. Most <laughs> You're definitely did still not. losing it. I'm still losing it. So Friday's pitching matchup, which also sent me into a tailspin. Um, Lance Lynn versus um, Pena, and of course my matchup thing is not loading on my MLB at bat app. Wonderful. Um, I can't remember Pena's first name, Felix. which is thank you, Felix Pena, who's apparently a, who is a person who has pitched in Major League Baseball for, I think this is his fourth season, and he's with the Cubs, and he has a ring. So he's a real person. Real person. I totally new existed. Not not freaking out. Okay, and then I, I we go to Saturday. He's 0-1, and... by the way. Thank you for with that. With a 982 ERA. Because hey. I'm the expert stats person on this podcast, as proven by yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the math people. We're, we yeah. math very good we we math very good yes and we also words very good <laughs> so also yeah, as he, evidence he matches up with with lance land with the uh sparkling um zero and zero record and 11.112 <laughs> era almost 11 11 make a wish so close land <laughs> maybe we'll get there and then saturday i regained my mind because i see tyler skaggs who i know is a person and has been on the Los Angeles Angels of California of Anaheim of the greater United States area of North America of the world. That I know that he's a person. Fantastic. Thank you. I, I, I want to make sure that I get all of the Los Angeles, Anaheim, whatever Angels names in there. Because I want that on a jersey. That full list. 
yeah, I mean, we we got to go further than that. We got to go to the the whatever the name of this solar system is that I can't think of, and then the Milky Way galaxy of whatever is above that of the universe. Now's the time to tell you I also don't do science, so. Well, did you <laughs> social study? Can you can you did you did you school good? Because I didn't. One of us I has to. Was a psychology minor, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is a a social study or something. <laughs> I don't know. All right, yeah. Saturday's pitching matchup brings me back to my sanity, and then they have the lovely Shelby Miller going on Sunday against. Um, I th- I think LA's ace. His name is TBD. He, he sounds very difficult to match up against. Yes, for sure. I think every team has that same ace. No way. Yeah. No. I've seen it. Absolutely no way. Yeah. And this whole pitching thing, it, it sent me into a tailspin. So I thought, okay, let me let me go back to the last time where I thought that I knew the Los Angeles of Anaheim of California. Of- <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> you like combine angels and angelists and mm-hmm. words. Yes. Did that on purpose, not because my mind is is going because the angels <laughs> rotation has sent me insane. So I, I went back to 2017 and looked at at their their roster, their pitching um, depth chart, and I see oh Jesse Chavez was their number what? three. I don't remember him pre-2018 so i definitely don't remember him as an angel in their rotation i vaguely remember him being in the bullpen for like a couple years like just 17 and um i guess 16 as well because then he was with with the rangers in in 18 but ricky Glasgow pitched 181 innings jc ramirez who is definitely a person that i totally remember existing 147 innings Parker Bergwell, real person, totally. You're making up all these names. I'm looking straight at the Degum thing. Their fifth starter, Tyler Staggs. <laughs> okay, yes, I remember you. You exist. That is a provable fact. And then Matt Shoemaker. Yes. It's 77 innings for them. Of course. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's still there. Nope, he's not. He is in Toronto. Pitched one Weird. start. Weird. innings. Totally wild. But all the time I kept thinking, okay, but what about that that guy who was a young kid who was really good at baseball for a little bit and then his arm kept on like falling off but until it didn't and then it was really good and then it wasn't? Garrett Richards? Yes. Mm-hmm. All I remember, didn't he have like a knee injury too? And I, I don't know. Never don't, mind. His body just didn't work. And I'm like, okay, but like I know – I last I remember he was like on the forever day um, – injury list or whatever it's it's called now um but he's he's still with the la angels of anaheim right nope nope he's a san diego padre i just oh my god it's just i i'm i i thought i knew the sport i thought i knew where players were and things made sense and life was okay and i understood where what what was happening but you know the los angeles angeles <laughs> The angels have broken me. They have broken me. I don't I feel like real anymore. Every new series the Rangers play 
you might have a tailspin over who's now on that team. Because I think every team has gotten mashed up. Yeah, but, like, I know... See, but some of them, like, I'm prepared for. Like, I know that Seattle has traded everybody. Everybody's gone. I'm not going to know anybody except for, like, Kyle Seeger and Felix Hernandez. And I'm okay with that. I'm I'm ready to handle that. But the Angels, I thought I didn't... I didn't think anything was that different. I thought <laughs> and it I, turns out I, everything is. I paid attention to what happened in Houston. That one didn't didn't throw me. There were a couple guys with the Cubs, a little iffy on. That's fine. It's an NL team, but like the division, the division guys, I I thought I could handle and keep a track of. But there's going to be someone that's going to throw me if I wasn't paying attention to know that that Ian Kinsler was a San Diego Padre. And the Rangers played the Padres. I think that would set me into a coma. But I, I saw that, and I'm ready for that. <laughs> and Kinsley, you're not going to get me this time. I'm paying attention to you. Keep my eye on you. <laughs> you're sneaky. I can't wait for the next surprise player on a team, and I'm recording early just <laughs> to get the reaction. Oh, gosh. That's going to be some some quality audio content well this has probably been enough of me just going into a deep tailspin of thinking that i know things when i don't know things and <laughs> i i need to rest my brain otherwise i will legit go into a coma and yes. morgan will have to do this by herself and there will be no more bryce going into a coma things to laugh at because i will just be there and not react to things and That'll that would not i don't want all the responsibility of this podcast that's, that's way too much responsibility. If it's just Truly. you going insane by yourself, then that's less fun. But together, it's more fun. Yes. It's entertainment for one of us. Exactly. Maybe next time you'll go insane. Probably not, but... It's possible. They're I West can, Coast games, so... I can be hopeful about something. Yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow starts the the series, our first West Coast series, and our slow actually probably quick descent into madness <laughs> with the amount of super super late pods that will be coming to you and both of us will be up to like three talking about baseball in the los angeles <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one i actually did do on purpose so i'm i'm bringing it back all right it's fine we're fine we're great everything baseball's fine. baseball's great the rangers are ahead of the astros in the standings that's all they're that winning that's all that my petty self really cares about same. right now. Same. Oh, same. All the Bless petty. You. Bless you, Rangers, for playing some winning baseball. Let's keep this up. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod. <laughs>